0: Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Superhero with a Cane. this is actually episode 19, um, it's been a while, cause it's been a little bit crazy, um, but, anyway, we are, uh, again, this podcast would not be possible if it wasn't for, I can't get it, MS4MS, <laughs> MS. and, um, Anyway, today um, what I want to talk about is something that um, has been talked about before, I, I believe, um, but MS uh, fatigue. And um, the, the reason I'm talking about this is because is I, I, I've mentioned, originally I was diagnosed as secondary progressive MS. Um, I did go do um, cognitive therapy and actually learned was taught from an uh, occupational therapist, you know, probably 10 years ago, 9 years ago, um, about the spoon theory. And that's when um, I thought I could get through a day by understanding what activities um, took away from me. And instead of, uh, the thing I thought was neat was instead of... um, the spoon theory, where you, you say, okay, each activity, for example, taking a shower, uses you know so many spoons of, of energy. So, so, we would actually use a, a dollar bill and say that, um, you know, out of you know a dollar, you know, we would say a shower took up 10 cents, and um, exercise took up 30 cents, and driving a car took up 40 cents, for example, but um, that. That has changed uh, drastically. I mean, what, how I was able to um, get through a day back when I was believed to have secondary progressive MS, and now that I've been re-diagnosed uh, in the past few years with um, primary progressive MS, I, I've noticed my disease has changed greatly. And even the past um, month, month and a half, my disease has changed greatly. So. Um, the thing is, first of all, the, the fatigue that you feel, pe- people don't understand that. I, I'm, I I sleep for, you know, I, I try to sleep for seven, eight hours at night. Um, I may get up several times to go to the bathroom, but um, you wake up and you're already, it's almost like you have, the only example I can give if you you don't have MS is, if you've had the flu or some version of the flu and when you're getting the flu, you feel like your body is dragging. When you have the flu, you're actually can't even move. And then after, when you're getting over the flu, for example, you're, you're still sluggish. You're just not there. Um, that's maybe the best version I can give. Um, and that's not even really let you know how it, how it feels. Um, it's such a a drag. So I now with primary progressive MS, I'm I'm starting my day. I start my day, you know, about four thirty in the morning. I probably wake up about four, and uh, I keep looking at the clock, and then finally I get out of bed by about you know four thirty 4.30, four thirty five. Um, I have to be extremely uh, routine oriented because, uh, if, number one, you want to feel like you have some kind of sense of purpose. So you know, for me, I, I'm up, and you know, it's you know the, the cats have to be fed. I empty the dishwasher. Um, I have a spinal cord stimulator that has to be charged. I have medication I have to take, um, and then I have to, as I'm waiting for my my spinal cord stimulator, which helps me with pain. Um, the goal then is is to get on the exercise bike. Now, you know, back ten years ago, when my was when I was managing my fatigue, um, it was all about getting through a day now i know that um i pretty much come to a crashing halt by 11:30 sometimes even earlier 10:30 in the morning so i want some kind of sense of normalcy where i um i'm at least able to you know go go to the store pick up a few items get on the bike go to physical therapy um, so and i'm saying this because I feel like, um, I go to my MS support group and I sit down with, uh, fellow, you know, MSers and absolutely no one has this issue, um, of extreme fatigue. I see it online. I I read about it through social media, through all the MS uh, sites that I follow. Um, but absolutely nobody I know, even my, my good friend Don that passed, um, had primary progressive MS, he had a lot of physical issues, but he didn't have the level of fatigue and the cognitive issues that I have. And, um, it's, it's extremely, uh, frustrating almost to the point where, um, you know, there's there's a, an MS support group meeting coming up in another week or so. And I almost feel like I don't want to go because I get frustrated going and listening. Um, I ultimately will go because it's, it's, you know, friendships I have established and, um, But it wears on you. It really wears on you. So, how do I adjust now? Um, Especially now that the fatigue... Okay, so uh, we were experiencing technical difficulties. And um, I'm going to try to pick up where I left off. I think I was talking about routine. And, like, one of the things that, for me, is to feel like I've actually accomplished something. Hey, Tony. Um... Tony's our cat, one of the cats, um, I, I like doing, I'll do my own laundry, and I usually pick Tuesdays to do my own laundry, now, as ridiculous as this fucking sounds, um, I've realized that I can't do my own laundry in one full sitting, I have to do a little bit the day before, and a little bit the next day, and, um, it's it's extremely frustrating for a, someone that used to run, I used to manage 20-something people, go out and do sales all day, work 60, 70 hours a week, manage details, and, and I've written books and, and run seminars. And, so for me, to talk about doing fucking laundry is a little bit frustrating. Uh, anyway, I've realized that I can't simply do laundry. Um, I have to do it two parts. I have to be very careful about what I push myself through because I, I, I want to make sure that I get to the point where I can at least fall asleep at that 10.30 or 11.30 mark, uh, sleep for an hour, hour and a half, and then get on to the rest of my day, which usually lasts till about 8 o'clock at night, 8.30, and then I have to go to sleep. So, um, The next thing I want to talk about is... Um, another rare occurrence and, and is about 14 months ago I was I had what they call a rhizotomy um, I I experienced I had trigeminal neuralgia which is extreme pain in the left side of my mouth um, it's the, you have a nerve in your brain it's called the trigeminal nerve and uh, trigeminal neuralgia it happens to about 4% of people with that have MS I was lucky enough to get it so um I went for months where it feels like every tooth in your mouth needs to be I'm sorry left side of my mouth needs to be pulled out um it's extreme pain uh it's mind-blowing it's they they call it the nickname (coughs) for this disease is called the suicide disease because that's how much pain you're in so I was um given a drug which i took for months i finally i had a procedure at university upenn um september 16th 2022 um where they actually burned the nerve what's happened is they said i may experience some numbness so even as i'm talking to you you notice that half my face is uh, i feel like i have marbles in my mouth and as i eat and as the day goes on the left side of my head gets worse um so the numbness got worse. Uh it it you know, first they said give it six months, then they said give it twelve months, and they said give it eighteen months. Well, it's only getting worse. Uh we went for a second opinion uh, about a week or so ago at a different hospital, different doctor. And what they, they said what I'm experiencing now is called um anesthesia dolorosa, which is happens to about one percent of the people that get a rhizotomy. So the um they talk about it as painful. There's times it is painful in my tongue, but for the most part during the day it's all just numbness, deadness, half my face goes dead. And it's um a reaction to the procedure. So that's what I've been dealing with for um for over a year now. And um especially, you know, we now that we're doing this podcast, it's been uh there's been quite a bit I've been trying to deal with between uh the fatigue and this thing going on so I, I only talk about this I don't want to bring everybody down um, but it's part of you know living with this, this disease so here I'm going to end with uh, my favorite joke okay <laughs> so <laughs> because I feel like this has been a complete bummer this podcast so duck walks into a pet store he walks up to the owner and says I'd like to buy some duck food the owner says we don't sell duck foods so the duck leaves next day duck walks back at the same pet store walks up to the owner says can I buy some duck food he says look we don't sell duck food here so the duck leaves so the next day the duck walks back to the same pet store up to the same owner says excuse me sir I'd like to buy some duck food the owner says look buddy if you come back in the store one more time and ask me about this I'm going to nail you to the floor So the next day, the duck walks into the pet store, walks up to the owner, says, excuse me, sir, I'd like to buy some nails. He goes, we don't sell nails here. He said, good, can I have some duck food? (laughs) So, anyway, that's it. Hopefully this ended on a better note than it started on. See ya.